Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Morning. Great to talk to you, Avin. Can you tell us about what changes women experience when they experience menopause and how Ooh. diet can help them? Because you're on about dietary requirements and uh, lovely to talk to you. So tell us more, please. Okay, so I mean, when it comes to both perimenopause and kind of menopause, women can experience up to there's over 40 symptoms that they may have. So even though everyone's going through kind of the same process, they may experience symptoms quite uh, kind of differently. So it can be like the hot flushes is the most common one we hear about, weight changes, sleep difficulties. Um, one that people don't often talk about is problems with their gut. Um, they kind of more issues with IBS, irritable bowel type symptoms like wind, bloating, constipation. Um, and then obviously the one that you don't necessarily symptom you feel, but that the body experiences is change in your bone health. Um, so they're kind of different things to expect. But from a dietary point of view, it's twofold. So there's the first aspect where we can look at maybe helping manage symptoms you might be experiencing. And then we also want to look at kind of future-proofing your health to help protect bones for the future and protect your heart for the future. So we're looking at two words here, future-proof, and then we're yeah. looking at bone health. So can you talk about the future-proof of women's health then? And, and what does yeah. it entail? Yeah, so basically with, during the menopause period, women can lose up to 20% of their bone mass. And many women don't realise that. So minding our bones is really, really important. So we have to look at the dietary sources of calcium, like whether you're having it from milk or yogurt or like cheese. If you're going non-dairy, you might go for like a fortified plant milk, like a soya milk, um, tofu, tempeh, things like that, uh, broccoli. Some green vegetables will have um, a, a kind of calcium content, but it wouldn't be as much as in the kind of the, the milks or your dairy. So... You look at including plenty of that in the diet, ensuring your vitamin D every day and a weight-bearing exercise. But unfortunately, what we see is sometimes women kind of almost pull back a little bit in these foods because they're thinking about, oh, I need to lose weight, or they're thinking about different things and mistakenly think that's the right thing to do, whereas minding your bones is so, so important. Um, Can we look as well at at vitamin D, please, Mm. Avian, if you don't mind, and protein and the work they do and the importance, especially in later life. Uh, uh, Dr. Bill has often spoken to me about uh, uh, vitamin D. From your perspective, how does it uh, improve people living with menopause? So vitamin D, um, we need it to absorb calcium, so it's imperative for bone health. Um, it also can help with, um, oh, it's involved in so many functions of the body, but our immune support, helping prevent um, certain diseases. And it just, from an energy point of view, when people's vitamin D is low, you may have heard sad symptoms in the winter, people don't have enough vitamin D, it can affect their mood a little bit also. So we should all be taking 15 micrograms every single day. Um, particularly between the months of October and March. And if you're dark-skinned, all year round. Because it's just very, very difficult to get enough vitamin D through diet. We kind of, we all need a supplement. And then protein. So there's a thing called the dairy matrix, or it's the food matrix. So we know that when calcium is coupled with vitamin D and coupled with protein, you get much better absorption. And that's why, for example, something like if you have your, your milk, your milk will contain protein. It contains your kind of magnesium, phosphorus, calcium, and then some are fortified with vitamin D or you could be taking a vitamin D supplement. Your body will absorb that much, much easier. So it just kind of helps ensure you're getting all the calcium or absorbing, I should say, all the calcium that you're eating. Mm-hmm. So the vitamin D is one that 
some people are like, oh yeah, I know I must take it every day, but then they don't. So it's oh. really the one vitamin that we do tell people to take. Right. Um, weight gain is also a very important point to, to discuss yeah. with you as well. It's the next topic on the list. Um, is weight gain normal during menopause? You know, it, it's yeah, a woman can gain anything from about half a kilo to one and a half kilos during the menopause per year. Um, but it's not inevitable, okay? So it's not something that you just have to kind of go, this is going to happen and to expect it. What happens is there's obviously changes in hormone, hormonal health, but there's also change in your sleep pattern. Some people may experience joint pain. Some people may experience low mood, poor motivation. So it's hard to actually get out and do exercise and do movement. Um, so what you want to look at is balancing the kind of calories in the diet, that you're making sure you're getting enough fibre-rich foods. So like plenty of your fruit, vegetables, oats, beans, pulses, seeds, all these really fibre-rich foods. And we touched on protein there earlier, but protein is so, so important because our actual protein requirements increase as we get older. So we need to ensure we have some protein-rich food at every single meal. So at breakfast, that could be your milk, it could be yogurt, it could be um, an egg, it could be something like, like nuts, seeds, those type of foods to really make sure you're getting your protein there. You know, if you're having a soup at lunchtime, it's adding in some lentils into it or a bean or a pulse or some chicken and ensuring there's protein every evening with your meal. So we do need to look at kind of the the balancing our protein and fibre intake. If we get enough of these foods, we tend to eat healthier. So Mm. we know that the higher someone's fibre intake, the lower their sugar intake tends to be. So rather than kind of focusing on what I shouldn't be eating or what I shouldn't be doing or, you know, looking at labels going, oh, that has too many calories or that has too much sugar, I would encourage people to kind of go, okay, I'm going to pick the options that have more fiber and more protein, which would be better for me, help me feel fuller and feel more satisfied. And then your kind of calories will fall a little bit more into place. And then obviously if you're active with that, we know when you're active, you tend to make healthier food choices. So in summary then, making lifestyle changes that last and managing your symptoms, they're the two managing and making are, are, are the two main points really, aren't they? They are actually. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> you, oh, you're, you're free to do so. It's my thought for the day. Yeah. Uh, there's a, the upcoming summit, where is it? It's in the Mansion House. I'm actually really excited about this. It's the um, Menopause Symposium. It's the first summit of its kind in Ireland. I think it is hopefully going to become an annual event. But there are the speakers of such expertise in this area um, who will be talking during the day. Everything from kind of talking about the symptoms, future-proofing, workplace, home life, you know, sleep, brain fog, all of these different things. Um, and it's going to be this, like over 500 people there of uh, like-minded women coming together and they're to support each other. And when will people be able to access the information that comes from that? I take it if there's 500 women there, it's actually sold out now at this stage, is it? It is sold out. But actually what's important to note is what they do have on the website, they actually have now that you can sign up if you're interested in getting tickets for next year. So if you can't get a ticket this year, you can um, put your name forward to hopefully get a place for next year. And where do you put your name forward? How do you access so, that website? So the website is the, um, it's the menopause summit.com. Great to talk to you, Avian. Thanks for having the chat with us this morning. Well, thanks for having me. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.